For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. We are here, me and Mike Howell, we're back, it's the new noise, we are. it's exciting, and we had a big week last week. We did. Not only did we announce a lot of music, we had our Locals Only show, which uh-huh. was a lot of fun. That's right, yeah. Hopefully some of the people uh, tuned in um, on Twitch for that, and, and it was a really good time, and we had 12 awesome bands. Oh, I didn't amazing. do a ton of vetting. Like, I pretty much just put it up and said, hey, like, if you're in a local band, you know, because I want to give everyone a chance. Mm-hmm. And every band was awesome. Oh, yeah. It was a great time. Like, so many new favorite bands that I've spun this week. Like, Sorry Sweetheart. Oh, and yeah. Wild Truth. And House and Home for me. Like, yeah, I've been spinning those guys nonstop in between era listens, of course. Yeah, yeah. And... Like, what was that crazy heavy band that was super good? Well, there were two really good heavy uh, bands. Salem Trials yes. and My Own Will. Yes. Both amazing. Both bands. amazing if you like the heavy side of things. Really good stuff, and I, yeah, I encourage everybody. I'm going to leave that Locals Only one up on Twitch. Hell yeah. Uh, just, you know, just for more exposure for those bands. So that that one will be will stay up for people to check out. So go check it out. Yeah. What are you so doing? It's there. So it's there. Mike, uh, that yep. elephant in the room... Once again, yep. it's it's rearing its uh, not-so-ugly head. Let's talk oh, yeah? about the your number one pick from last week and the new album, the new self-titled album from ERA. All right. Uh, this is the best self-titled album that's ever been released. Okay, um, so it didn't disappoint. <laughs> no, I absolutely love this record. I think it encapsulates everything that ERA has ever really done as a band. Uh, there's notes to kind of all of their albums within it. 
And it is just so beautifully written and every song has its own identity, but it flows together so well. But I mean, I kind of knew I was going to love this record and I think almost everybody knew I was going to love it just because of who I am as a person. What did you think of it? I really liked it. I think my favorite song is still House of Glass. However, mm-hmm. I, I, I think there is, I don't know. I, I, here's how I feel about this band. I think they are really, really, really good at what they do. I think yeah. that they are nearing the, like perfecting the genre. Like this is a mm-hmm. near perfect metalcore record. I think the only thing that I can say is that I've heard most of this before. You know, like this yeah. this band isn't reinventing the wheel. And I'm not saying every re- release has to reinvent the wheel. And I did like a lot of the, the points of this record where they did do some different things. Um, well, Shadow Autonomous uh, a little bit. And, and the last track, mm-hmm. uh, Memory Fiction, I really Memory thought Fiction's that was great. really, really cool. So so I, I think the record is great. I, I don't know. Like, I think the bar was really high already. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I mean, they got there. Um, oh, 100%. But like, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. I just, I think I liked House of Glass so much. And then I still think that that's still my favorite song probably on the record. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of a little bit different. Um, I think, what was my favorite single? I think like Divisionary was oh, my favorite single. Yeah. But then like coming into this record, I thought the back half was a lot stronger. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously the front has Gungrave, which is just insanely heavy. But like on the back half with Electric Twilight and Lunar Halo and Vanish Canvas, like the songs that kind of got a little bit slower and almost like spooky, eerie to a degree, I think were just incredible in a different look for the band that kind of evolved their sound from neon in a really good way. Yeah, no, and and they this band has the kind of the perfect mix of, you know, catchiness and mm-hmm technicality you know like the nerdiness and yeah but what they've really brought um i think home on this album is the songwriting uh, especially 100%. some of the melodies and and um you know that side of things i think are really shine on this album so yeah shout out to um to yeah the the whoever you know if it was the clean singer or, or whoever wrote those parts because some of them mm-hmm. are really good and i think they're some of my favorite parts of the album Oh, 100% agree. And I think that's always kind of my favorite parts of an era record too, is like, yeah, they always kind of shine through in the heavy moments and you're going to have fun moshing and stuff like that. But like when you're able to belt out a chorus to something heavy like that, it's always very impressive to me. And I know you said um, you were talking about like the good mix of what everything's going on. The mix on this album is probably one of the best I've heard in years as well. You know, it's, you know, it's crazy about that, Mike. I listened mm-hmm. to this album and I really, like, I really thought about it. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. critically listened to this album every second of it. And not once did I think about the production. Yeah. Which I think is a good thing. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that that means if I'm not thinking about the production, I'm just enjoying the music for for the substance of it. I'm not thinking about like, oh, that was cool, like a cool effect or, or oh, because a lot of times I'm, I'll listen to a record and I'll be like, mm, I wish that vocal was louder or I wish this like yeah. snare was louder in this song or whatever. And I never even thought about it. So I think you're, I think you're absolutely right th- th- about that. Subtly perfect mix. And yeah. probably like my third time listening through is the time that I started like, all right, this listen through, I'm going to just listen to the drums 
or I'm just going to listen to the guitar. I forget which one I picked out first. And whenever I wanted to find a specific instrument in the mix, I could. Yeah. Which is something that's really hard because a lot of bands kind of lean towards burying the bass and things like that now. But anytime, as long as I was listening on like my nicer headphones, I can pick out the bass specifically, the drums, obviously, and guitar work is just very well done. And I don't think anything extra was done and nothing was really left on the table either. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, the only thing I was surprised about, and I, I'm, I'm really searching hard for any criticism. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that, that they started the record with Snowblood. Um, you know, it, it being like one of the, maybe the first single they put out for this yeah, record. It was and, the first one. And like a song that like, I don't know, I like put on the record. And I was like, oh, okay. Like this song's fine. It, you know, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like, it didn't get me energized. And then when we got to the end of the record and there was a, a remnant, like, I was like, that could have been the fucking opener. Like, yeah. you know, th- th- that's, a, and and a, it's a pretty long record too. Um, 52 minutes, yeah. Yeah, a pretty long record. That's about the only criticism I have. Records are getting longer mm-hmm. these days. That is, that's just is what it is, but it's a great record. Oh, yeah. And do you think you would have felt differently about Snowblood being the opener if it wasn't a single? Yes. Yeah? I think, think I would have. better opener? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, though. I, I like... I think sometimes track ones can be weird. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if like I missed something with that. Like just, I have just weird taste, but I think that that was probably my least favorite of all the singles. Yeah. Um, and then it was track one and I was like, wow, like not, not to say I'm going to skip the song when I put the record mm-hmm. on, but when I know what's to come, sometimes it, it puts me in a bit of a different mood um, yeah. starting up the record. If that makes any sense at all. Yeah. I feel you there. Cause you kind of come in and you're like, okay, yeah, I've heard this one already. And it kind of like, you've heard it so much, it's already kind of set your expectations for how the rest of the record is going to go, which I think kind of lent into it in a really good way because then you get to the non-single tracks and I think some of them were better than any of the singles too. Yeah. So, um, for sure. And I think Snowblood is going to be a great opener for like a live show too. Cause that like little techno bit straight into the heavy, that's just going to go crazy. Yeah. I, I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. And we talked in so much depth about this band being mm-hmm. kind of underrated, you know, having definitely not reached their potential. And this is the record. It's going to do it. Here it comes. I have, so I've watched the Spotify over the weekend and they went from about 300,000 monthly listeners to almost 600 K. Just really? with this new album release. Already, wow. That's, which is, that's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Well-deserved. And uh, they got a great team behind them at, at uh, UNFD as well. So, Oh, yeah. Let's uh, go. You want to talk about some other records from last week? Yeah. Go ahead. So um, did you get a chance to listen to the Rivals album? Uh, yeah, I, I did. I thought it was great. I, I'll be honest. I, I put it on and then I like left the room for a little bit and I came back. So I didn't give it as thorough a, lis- a listen as I did the Eras record. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think it's a great record. I think... Uh, it, it gave me what I wanted out of this. Agreed. Um, and I think I kind of knew already what to expect because I'd heard there had been so many singles released. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, great a great record. I think they're it's another band people are going to pay attention to now. I agree. I think the record was good as well. Um, I didn't like how a lot of the singles were right up front, which a lot of bands kind of do that. But um, I almost felt like I kind of lost interest a little bit starting the record and I had to kind of 
get myself and keep myself into it by the time the new song started coming on. That's because you're a super fan. Oh, yeah. But like once I started getting into kind of the end of the record, like uh, the song Change Things and On the Loose and then yeah. uh, Two Dom were just incredible. And I think the songwriting kind of here, it's w- definitely way different than Era, wherein they're def- like really trying to make one part of the band shine. And I think that's Kaylee and her voice. Yeah. And the lyricism and the rest of the songwriting just really leans into that in a way that I like when bands can understand and do that. And Kaylee definitely carries this record. Well, I mean, yeah, I I think she's an incredible singer. And I think that that's, that is the magic of this band. I mean, not not to Mm -hmm. say they aren't, they aren't a great band anyway, but that, that to me, when it, when you first played me this band, Mike, I was like, oh yeah, this, these vocals are what sets this apart and makes this band really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. And then did you get a chance to listen to the new Landmarks album? I did not unfortunate i know and i really like this band and i'm going to make sure that i do listen to it this week good stuff um um they're french so just, what, what, yeah, what do you french. want they're from france that's so cool so uh spoilers then i'm gonna talk about this record mm-hmm. um i really liked it i didn't like it as much the first time i listened to it oh okay I so it's a grower i, I think so And I don't know if that was just because I had just listened to Era right before it for the first time, (laughs) and I was still a little bit starstruck, and I was like, all right, it's Friday, I got to get through all these releases, and yep, Ninja Sark, uh, Landmarks, your favorite release of the week. I can definitely see that being a favorite release for some people who don't like as produced metal as Era and things like that. This record was definitely a little bit more raw, and once I kind of... um, let arrow mellow out a little bit and i really got into this record i really like that aspect of it um the first listen through i felt like there was something kind of missing and maybe just because my ears were tuned to that but once i gave like a little bit of a break before going into it i really like this record and i think there's a lot of fun things going on with it um i forget the song but the part uh the portion where there's like the french rap like i have no idea oh, what's going really? on really wow yeah interesting it's really cool but I have no idea what's going on, but it still sounds great. And I think there's so many good songs on this record as well. I can't remember the names of them, but like, it's really good. I don't like how the singles, though, uh, they put two singles at the front and two singles at the end. So like, there's just this middle portion. And then I get to like the last two tracks, and I'm like, oh, I already know what's going on. Okay. They fit the record well, but um, just a little bit different. But overall, I think it's a really good album, and I wouldn't be surprised seeing this in some people's top tens at the end of the year as well. Cool. Um, yeah, people really people unique seem to experience. be loving it in the chat. So uh, there we go, Landmarks. Uh, all oh, right, yeah. are we ready for this week? Uh, I think so. I don't really have anything else I want to talk about from last week. All right, well, you let's do. go. No, no, let's go. Let's cool. get into all the great records coming out this week. The top five list... Kick it off for me with number five. All right. So number five, I am not sure if this is an album or an EP. It's like seven, eight songs. So it's kind of in the middle ground there, right? But it's a small band from Chicago called Origami Button with their new album, No Parking. Yeah. And have you heard of this band? Uh, I have, yes. And I find this band incredibly difficult to categorize. I agree. I like, think it's... Yeah, really tough. They 
really fit in that kind of like post hardcore genre where there's almost like a funk or jazz flair to it. I want to describe them as being like uh, a marionette or Coletta or um, if you're a big fan of like Andres and Strawberry Girl, stuff like that. Yeah. I think that this would really kind of be in your wheelhouse. Um, totally. They've got a sweet aesthetic too, I think. I'm not, um, I don't really know anything about the aesthetic, but they, they sound to me, they, they, they've got that swan core thing going on, mm-hmm. uh, like very technical you know, like some people would call it math rock. Yeah. But then they have the R&B elements, like mm-hmm. almost like, they're almost like issues. If issues, if they if you took like the genty parts out of issues. And filled them with just more math. Yeah. Yeah. They, like, cause, cause, cause issues is pretty technical, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's a little more, um, it's a little more mature than issues, if that makes any sense. Like, like yeah. subject subject matter and 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 lyrically, I think. Um, but that's maybe a good place to start. They're like a less heavy issues, but but I really like this band. I think that they are, uh, <laughs> they are. Um, yes, we we know. Uh, yeah. But they are um, they're really good, and I think if people are looking for something, really just to put on. Like, I think your mom would like mm-hmm. this in the car. Oh, yeah. You know, like it doesn't have, it's it's accessible at the same time as being technical, which is not easy to mm-hmm. do. It's it's almost like, I would almost say it's a post-hardcore Sinatra, where it's like something that you can put on in the background for a dinner party. And like, as long as your friends are kind of into the scene, they'd be like, wow, this is really vibey, just background music. And yep. I don't know. I think it's really good. And I can't, everything is really good this week. And I can't wait to listen to this EP album from Origami Button. Absolutely, Mike. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be a great record. I'm excited about Uh, moving on to number four. Number four, complete opposite end of our, or uh, end of our opposite end of our scenes spectrum. Hmm. Uh, we've got the new album Pale Home by The Drowned God. These guys are out of Philadelphia, and they are this kind of thing that's really coming to the forefront of what I like listening to, where it's kind of like this black metal meets post-hardcore vibe. Yes. Um, That's a great way to describe it. It was another um, band that, like, when I listened to them, I'm not really sure mm -hmm. where to kind of, like, classify it because it, it's kind of like black metal without the technical aspects like it's a little mm-hmm. more simple um it's kind of got a lot more vibe to it um than, so, than some black black metal does um in a different way calling it post hardcore black metal sort of makes sense too mm-hmm. uh i really really like this um this band though i'm, I'm excited for this one as well yeah i think um if you've been a fan of the show for a while, you know that we like bands like Respire and Svalbard. Um, if you like those kind of bands, I think this is a little bit more easy listening than those. Or if those bands were too scary, maybe you should check these ones out. <laughs> but um, yeah, honestly, this, I'm really yeah. excited for this record. No, for sure. And, it's this. So like the songs are, I mean, from the, the what I've heard, you know, the songs are a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. um, a little more to the point. You know, you you don't have these like long drawn out parts as much 
Um, yeah, there's not as much metaphor to the verses and things like that. It's very more uh, tongue in cheek, I think. Yeah, I think I think there's definitely they they're probably huge huge fans of Converge. Like, there's definitely a oh, Converge yeah. influence. I wouldn't say they sound that much like Converge, mm-hmm. um, but if you like that, if you like black metal and Converge, you'll probably like this. Oh, agreed. And honestly, this is their third studio album, which I was kind of surprised by when I looked into them. They sounded kind of like a newer band because it's Mm -hmm. kind of this fresh sound. Mm -hmm. Uh, I still need to go back and listen to the rest of their discography because this is a newer band for me. But I really hope this band blows up with this release because every single that I've heard so far is an absolute banger. A hundred percent. All right. Cool. You want to move on to number three? I I think I'm ready to. Number three. If my sheet will load, because I forget things off the top of my head. Uh, Number three, we've got one of this show's favorite bands. And unfortunately, only number three this week coming out of Atlanta. We've got 68 with their new album, Give One, Take One. Yes, 68. uh, I feel like we just talked about them because the the EP was released in the last six months. Not Um, even that. I want. Yeah. Was it six months? Close to six months ago, probably. Um, what yeah. if, for people that don't know, uh, sixty eight is a two piece group mm-hmm. uh, featuring Josh Scogan, formerly of the Chariot, frontman of the Chariot, now playing guitar, and really just a very experimental mm-hmm. uh, group that has really changed styles over their relatively short career. While still somehow staying noise rock, like. yeah, yeah, you still kind of you still know it's them, but this mm-hmm. like the latest few singles have been like really like whoa, what like anything's yeah. possible with these guys. It's gone from kind of a almost chaotic feeling to a. It's still the same sound and genre, but all of the songs just feel more refined and I guess maybe better written. Um. Overall, this album's going to be absolutely crazy, though. I think every time 68 puts out a release, it's phenomenal. And I don't, know, I don't really know how to talk about 68 very well. It's hard It's hard to. Well, They're just weird. Well, they had their, their EP, Love Is Ain't Dead. Yep. Uh, and I really liked it. It was sort of like put out in a weird, like, this is a transitional thing. Kind of. Yeah, because they, re- like, they recorded it after they recorded this album. Yeah, it's so, kind of weird. It was like they didn't want to commit to putting out an album during the pandemic. Maybe which they said that. But now oh, they said here. that, and and now mm-hmm. they're like, "Well, what are we gonna do? Just sit on this record? Like, if it's a year old, we're just gonna what are yeah. we gonna do? Wait another year until we can tour again to put this out? So that's probably the decision. I'm I'm sort mm-hmm. of guessing. Don't quote me on that one, but. This is a going to be a really exciting record. I think they probably have saved, you know, the better songs. Oh yeah, uh, I would a hundred percent say so. Yeah, and the singles have been great, and yeah, just just I feel like they've just found a new catchiness, uh, mm-hmm. which I noticed in the EP that maybe wasn't there at the beginning of their career, and yeah, you know, uh, it, it's really interesting to hear Josh singing. Obviously, he's still burying yeah. his voice in all kinds of noise and compression and overdrive and stuff. But like, you can hear him singing pretty tunefully, 
which mm-hmm. isn't something that you got in the chariot. No, a hundred percent not. And I'm really interested to see how this new sound kind of transitions live too, because for me, 68, and this is partially why it's hard for me to describe. They've always been more of a live band than a record band. Like I'll listen to the album once or twice and then maybe go back to it if I'm feeling the itch. But any chance I get to see 68 live, yeah, I go see them just because it's a totally different experience. Josh Gogan's probably one of the best, if not most energetic frontmen. Oh, yeah. Out there ever. Well, they're, they're, I mean, the chariot and I could talk about the chariot all, all show long. Because mm-hmm. they are, they're pretty much my, I mean, I can just say they are my favorite live band of all time. Mm-hmm. And they were a band when we went on tour with them. It was like, you don't miss the chariot. Everyone watches the chariot because yep. it's a show. You never know what's going to happen on any given night. Um, and that has definitely bled into 68 and it's the same mm-hmm. thing. And yeah, the same thing. I'm not, I'm not 68's in town. Yeah, you can, I'm dropping my plans. I'm going to the oh, show. Yeah. They're always on weird tours now, too. I've noticed that. Like, I saw 68 play with Fit for a King and Devil Wars Prada, which was kind of strange. But, I mean, it always works because, like, it's always bands that they have, like, roots in the scene with, too. Yeah. Yeah, oh. th- that's still... I mean, they, they are still on those kinds of tours. I could see them branching out even more with this, maybe with this new oh, stuff. Um, but I also want to comment on, you know, you saying... Well, they're a live band, so it's hard. I feel like this record could be the record that maybe they mm-hmm. drop that. I don't want to say stigma because it's not a stigma at all. There's nothing better than being the band everyone wants to go see live, but yeah. not only being the band everyone wants to go see live. They're also the, uh, you know, the go to the band the record player. Just yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, and someone else is bringing up Let Live. Um, who, you know, a lot of people will say were their favorite. Very similar energy. Right, exactly. And I remember at Warp Tour 2013, Let Live and The Chariot were both on the same stage on Warp Tour oh, as God. Silverstein. Uh, oh, that year was fucked. It was, it was, well, it was us, The Chariot, Let Live, Architects, Amity Affliction. Uh... I, I mean, it's one of those years you can just I camp see stars, at the Mike. Stage. I see stars was on too that Hell that yeah. year. Uh, yeah, uh, was that the year Breathe Carolina was on the tour too? I don't believe they were. No, I don't oh, think we were ever on um, the same. Uh, all the year Warped as tours them. like meld together now. But but oh. that yeah that was a that was a hell of a year um, for Warp Tour and and watching like there were days when you know, the chariot and let live would go back to back. And I swear, like on those days, they both went a little bit harder. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause it's kind of a, like competition then. Cause you're going on next. So you're going to watch the guys before you and like help get amped up, I assume. And then right. like you see whatever they do and you're like, we got to one up that it, shit. It wasn't, I, I really don't think it was, it was that I don't think that, that those word, that wording is right. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. there was ever a, ever a competition i don't think it was there was ever a, oh, an no. idea of one-upping i think it, it was like just literally mentality. you watch and you're like i'm pumped let's go and then i'm next mm-hmm. thing i know i'm on stage you know yeah but yeah it was um it was great and yeah bring me was on that year too 2013 they were also there so yeah it was, it was a hell of a year all right you ready to move on to I am, number two? i am number two so number two i cheated this year or this week 
Um, new album from Stepson. It's called Help Me Help You. This is a band from Brisbane, Australia. Um, I got a little bit lucky, and she showed up today. Oh. Woo. So I've listened to this album. Nice. Okay. Might have moved okay. up in the rankings because I listened to it today. That's great. But this band is absolutely incredible. Um, I don't know how to describe them because they're kind of a jack of all trades as far as genre goes. They are. Um, metalcore, post-hardcore, uh, punk, pop punk. They kind of have a little bit of everything. There's a fully acoustic song on this record. Um, the songwriting is absolutely incredible as well. They're just very emotionally intense, um, kind of like Architects or a Holding Absence or yeah. uh, even old throwback like a Casey. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah. overall, I just think that this is a band that's just going to kind of come out of nowhere and blow a lot of people away this week. Um, I, I, I 100% agree. Um, I didn't know this band was from Australia, actually. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. The first thing that struck me when I heard this band is listening to the vocalist actually makes my throat hurt. He, yeah. <laughs> he sounds like he is screaming so hard. I am mm -hmm. just like, man, this is, sounds like he's in pain. In a good yeah. way. In a good way. Like, um, so intense. All the emotion that he's just got like bottled up on each track in these recordings is just flat out the entire time. Absolutely. And go ahead, Mike. That changes a that changes a bit because there are some like lighter songs in the back half of the album, oh, yeah. I will say. But that front half is just blistering. Yeah. Well, I haven't obviously I haven't haven't heard the record yet, mm -hmm. but the you know, the singles and some of the other songs, they, they yeah, they have that that uh, some of them, yeah, are, are softer. Um, they have mm -hmm. one that that like the vocals almost sound. It almost sounds like a Wilhelm scream or a strike anywhere. The vocals. Oh, like, are you, are the, you thinking of the um, um, deeper sleep? It, the it, one with the kind of almost like I want to say like British alternative guitar riff sounding. I, I think so. Yeah, I think it is that where one. it's like do 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 do. Yeah, something like it's, that. It's really it's really weird. Um, it, it I I was not expecting that song at all, mm -hmm. and then. But a lot of this stuff, like I was trying to, I was trying to like describe it, and it mm -hmm. sounds like this could have come out in two thousand five on Tooth and Nail Records. I at agree the with same that, time, hundred percent, because there is that like punk element that did exist in that time frame. Because we still like the nineties weren't that far away; like people were mm -hmm. still seeing that in the rearview mirror, and and it was influencing them. But then, like you hear. Definitely influences like you can hear Under Oath as an influence for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Emery, like there's there's yep. really Emery vibes on a few of these songs too. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm like I was, I'm I can't wait to hear this record. I really really like this band. This is one of the best new bands I've heard in a while. I don't know how new they are, mm -hmm. but at least that I've heard. I guess they've been a band yeah. for a while, but uh, and I mean. Like some of the vibes on some of the songs that haven't been released yet too almost really remind me of like While She Sleeps, which is really fun because I think that's another band that's absolutely incredible and good to emulate. Um, overall, I think this is an going to be an or I think it's an amazing record. I don't think it's going to be. I know it now. Yeah. But yep. I think honestly right now, Sharp Tone Records can't miss. I know you love them. It's insane. They've got this. They've got Holding Absence next month. 
It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Sweet. Damn, Mike, we're on a roll here, man. We oh, are fire. We're going we're going fast through this uh, again. So we're going to get into the number 1 record after this. We're back. We're back. That was our commercial break and we're going to get into the number 1 album of the week. Number 1 album of the week. We're going to get real weird. This is 100% turn the lights down low. Get in the bathtub. And just this, vibe. This is music. the best I can do. Is that better? Ooh, that's pretty low. That's okay. pretty low. I can't right. turn my lights down in here. Uh, but we've got the new album Dream Weapon. Dream Weapon by Gangastron. Yes. This is right up my alley. It is weird. Yeah. And that's about it. That's that's how to describe it's it. It's really hard to, to I mean, okay. So a little background on Gangastron. They've been a band a long time, like mm-hmm. twenty years or something like that. Um this first is their album in like 10, 12 years, I think. Actually says, yeah, this is it's been thirteen years since their first album, which mm-hmm. I believe is the one I own. Um I haven't listened to it a long time, like it's just with all my other CDs. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, like this band used to be, I don't know, like a metal band, I guess. Yeah. And now they kind of sound like the Smashing Pumpkins on steroids. But there's still metal in it too, which is weird. <laughs> but like not really though. Like the drums are kind of metal-y, but like it's really tough to describe this. Like I, I it's very it's like very dream pop, like like mm-hmm. Sonic Youth, but not as noisy. That's why I said it reminds me it reminds me of old Smashing Pumpkins, but like if you sped it up a lot. Yeah. And like took out some annoying nasal vocals. Um but and there's I don't know. I don't know how to describe this band. They've made a radical change from their old stuff. I know mm-hmm. you're really excited about it. I don't know if I'm gonna put on this record and love it or put on this record and like fall asleep. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I think it's gonna be really vibey, which is I think good. I think the writing is going to be really well done and it's going to flow really well. I'm interested to see if it turns out that there's like a concept behind the album or something like that as I kind of listen to it. Yeah. But I think this album is just so weird that it has to be my number one because I'm either going to come back next week and I'm going to be like, oh yeah, it was okay. I'm going to come back and I'm going to be like, this is album of the year contender right up there or there. I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't know this. I'm reading that they have a new vocalist. Um, oh, so that might explain the sound that, change quite a bit. Yeah, that obviously that's going to do something. So yeah, mm-hmm. that that could be it too. It's interesting, right? When a band goes away for thir- well, they yeah, thirteen years. Um, yeah, actually, thirteen years since their last album is what I'm yeah. seeing. Uh, it's been fifteen years since their first album. So when a band goes away that long and then comes back with a new singer and completely changes their changes their style of music, mm-hmm. isn't it a little bit like, why don't you just start a new band? I think so, but I think this is still going to be a close enough project that is kind of almost a modernization or evolution of what it was, right? And right. I mean, if you've got, I don't know how many guys are in the band. I'm assuming four. Let's say four. That's a good number. Uh, and you replace one of them, you're still kind of, for the most part, the original band. So, I don't know. I think as long as the thematically and 
the vibes are the same, I think you're good to go on keeping the band name. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this is coming out on Relapse. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the the metal label. Mm-hmm. And that's, and hey. I think there's some stuff on this record that they're probably hiding from us too with the singles. Because, I mean, we've got one single that's like 10 minutes of shoegaze. Yeah. And we've got one single that's a bit faster and it's got some electronic elements. And we've got one single that's a bit faster and it's got some guitar and I think that there's going to be some heavier songs on this record as well. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I, I see. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Just guessing. I, I see there no evidence to support that to be. I'm, I'm not trying to disagree with yeah. you, but I see no evidence to support there being really any like heaviness or metal in this, like that kind of metal in this record. I could be wrong. If there is, I, I welcome it because that's the mm-hmm. Genghis Tron that I know, but it seems to me like we're going to get Siamese dream on steroids, which is what I, that's what I hear when I hear these, <laughs> these uh, singles so far, even then I'm okay with it. I think it's going to be really well done. So yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's when a band is, goes through a radical change like this, like this might mm-hmm. not be quite as like hundredth level change, but pretty close. Yeah. yeah and I mean, hundredth was a little bit more drawn out too. At least we kind of like saw that one rolling. This one is pretty immediate. I guess. Well, not really immediate. Like you just haven't seen what's going on behind the scenes too. Like these guys could have had other projects where they're changing the sound up and things. Oh like yeah. That too. Oh, for sure. When you have this much time goes by, I mean, you could, you could say, you know, that they would, um, they could honestly just start with this band. And if they put out records for the last 13 mm-hmm. years, this is where they could just have ended up anyway. Yeah. You know, um, but, <laughs> but who know, but who, who really ever knows, you know, who knows it's going to be fun. We're going to listen to it and we're going to talk about it next week. I'm sure. Of that. Uh, a hundred percent, hundred percent we will. And, and it's, um, yeah, I mean, it isn't quite like a change like hundredth or, or ceremony or anything, but it's, uh, mm-hmm. it we will see. We'll see. And, and I would like to agree with Jay, on the Twitch chat saying the hundredth change is underrated. 100%. I hundred percent agree. I like hundredth more now than I ever have. So, yep. I I'm think that they're it. a phenomenal band and a bunch of people are sleeping on them because, Oh no, it's not heavy anymore. It's still emo. It's still really deep in the feels and it's still really good songwriting. Yep. Yep. Go check exactly. it out. Exactly. And there's plenty of other melodic hardcore bands you can still listen to. So don't get too bummed. Exactly. Out. All right. Well, there is our top five. Um, you want to do a quick list. recap for the people. I would love to do a recap. So let's uh, start with number five. So number five, we've got the new album EP thing from Origami Button called No Parking. Yes, and just to describe this band again, hard to describe. Mathcore R and B, kind of like issues. Fun time, but good if you vibes. took out the immaturity and the gentiness. Hell yeah. Number four. Number four, we've got the new album Pale Home by the Drowned God. Uh, very heavy. Very not heavy. As, not that scary, but very heavy and more accessible than your average black metal band. I'd agree with that. Okay. Uh, number three, we've got the new album Give One, Take One from 68. Yes. Uh, former singer of The Chariot goes very artsy, very noisy, but... 
could be bringing in more elements of melody to this album, which we both welcome. 100%. Number two. We've got the new album, Help Me Help You by Stepson. Help me help you. Help me help you. Is that Jerry Maguire? Jerry Maguire. I think so. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I always, th- you know, me in the movie quotes, mm-hmm. especially from the 90s. I know them all. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This band is also a bit hard to define because they're all over the place. Everything from, you know, post-hardcore to punk uh really good vocalist and i said sounds like something that you might hear in 2005 coming out on tooth and nail records from Mm -hmm. australia help me help you listen to a new favorite band boom boom i like it and the number one album of the week is the new album dream weapon by genghis tron also hard to describe hard to describe week yeah it, it honestly is um the this one is the weirdest. I think uh, former metal band goes shoegazy dream pop. We'll see. We don't know yet. We don't know about this one yet, but uh, it'll be interesting for sure. Oh, 100%. All right. You ready to talk about some honorable mentions yes. for the week? Yes, please. All right. So some honorable mentions for the week. Uh, first off, we've got to talk about it. They're kind of classic band in the scene uh there's gonna be a new album from evanescence oh yeah okay uh that's Um, that's funny because i i forgot about that and i yesterday i played over twitch a clip mm -hmm. of when evanescence played on the billboard music awards Mm -hmm. and they so it starts off with amy amy lee on the piano and like she's fucking good man Oh, yeah. She's really, really good at singing. So she's playing this, like, really, like, all the feels, you know, piano ballad. There's an orchestra playing with her. And then, like, three quarters of the way through the song, you know, the whole band comes in, and the bass is completely out of tune, like, hitting the wrong note. Like, it's a train wreck. And she's just, like, like, the faces she's making, she's shaking her head, and it was, like... Just a classic fail uh, that everyone should go check out if they like to, you know, watch that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was not I'm the orchestra. It was not the orchestra. It was her old band for sure, uh, her own band for sure. Because it was when the band came in that it was uh, that it got all fucked up. But uh-huh. yes, yes, it is an incredible video. Uh, yes, you should watch it, Mike. Anyway, uh, new al- new album for Evanescence. I'm surprised it didn't make the top five. I guess, but it's a bi- it's a big week. Yeah, I mean, there's just so much coming out. And honestly, I've never really been a huge Evanescence fan. I'm more inclined to check this out now, especially because of the Bring Me the Horizon EP with Amy Lee featuring on it. Um, It it had just never been something that I've checked out, but I've got a lot more respect for the band because of her now. So I'm going to check it out and see how it goes. Yeah, they're definitely Um, the biggest thing to come out of Little Rock, Arkansas. 100%. 100%. So there you go. Maybe next to Bill Clinton. That's about it. <laughs> uh, next, we've got a new album from kind of pop punk alternative band Citizen. Yes. Citizen's a great band. Uh, unfortunately, we've only got five slots, so we couldn't talk about it. But I think that this band is getting a little bit angrier with this release and really kind of stepping into some uncharted territory that I think their friends who have found them through kind of mainstream success 
uh, might find a little jarring, but I think that they're going to write a really good record. Well, so this band, they've always been sort of like underground, and I feel mm-hmm. like by it's been by their own volition. Like they've wanted yeah. to be sort of like cool. You know, they 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 do the cool tours. You know, um, you know what I mean. Like they don't put themselves out there all that much. Like mm-hmm. they're a little more mysterious. And I think, you know, with this record being self-produced, I feel like we might get a different turn um, from them this time. And I think that this could kind of put them, I'm not going to say mainstream, but I think a lot more like younger people and stuff are going to find out about this band on this record. I think yeah. I think it's going to push them into to a little bit of a different place. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, I think it'll be good for them. Um, just two more albums real quick, and then we'll move into some singles. Uh, there's a new EP or album, I can't remember, from this local Detroit band called Examinate. They're super oh. heavy and super good. Cool. Um, I don't I don't know. Or Examinate is how you say their name. It's E-X-A-N-I-M-A-T-E. They're super cool. Examinate. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I really like all the guys. And then there's a new band... Um, not new band, a new release from Eternal Void. They're kind of a metalcore genty band uh, that's a bit smaller as well that I really like. I have a single featuring Courtney from uh, Spearbox. Spearbox. That's the yeah. band. Um, and a couple other really good features on the record that I think people will enjoy. And they've overall got some pretty good songwriting. Um, Let's see. And then some new singles. I got a couple of these. Um, there's going to be a new single from Gojira. Oh, yeah. Always a fun band. Uh, we'll be talking about them in a couple of weeks here. I think the album drops in April. Cool. There is a new song from Above Below, which is an absolutely amazing metalcore band. I figure they're from, I want to say, Australia. I also just want to say all these weird, amazing metalcore bands are from Australia. It's kind of reflex. <laughs> Um, they they do band. have a lot. Some, something in the uh, water down there. Yeah. Uh, metalcore band I do know is from Australia. Deadlights has put out a new single yesterday. It's absolutely incredible, and I suggest everybody go check that out and get ready for the record. They are a great band. My sheet isn't loading. Um, next up, we've got a new single from Monuments. Andy Sizzik doing ah, Double Duty. Last yes. week with Termina, this week with Monuments. Yeah, and actually, um, the Andy Sizzik Lead Singer Syndrome episode will be up uh, tonight. So Nice. So yeah, so right on cue, and that guy just, what a monster. What, uh, oh, just yeah. Every, the guy can do everything with his voice. He's, he's he incredible. Really so I'll be, I'll be excited for this because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, have, haven't they only put out one song? Only one with him, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean, with, with him, yeah. which, is, which is pretty wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's such a busy guy. He's got to be, right? Yeah, he he is. He is. I'm just surprised. Like that's like kind of what he's known for now in a weird way. Mm -hmm. But only one song they've put out together, so kind of kind of crazy. Um, I'm gonna start running through a little bit quicker. Uh, We've got a new Cannibal Corpse single. Always great. Nice. Can't wait for that album in a couple of uh, weeks. I want to say that's April. I don't remember though. Um, I'm not sure. I like the I like the first single a lot. Oh yeah, same. This one's just as brutal. Uh, there's a new single from August Burns Red called Icarus. It's got clean singing on it, which is weird, but it's the bassist. So don't worry there. It's not Jake Lurs. Well, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens there um, if that's something that they incorporate because they were pretty against it. I hope so. 
they were against it for a long time, but I, I would like to see that side of them. I think that they could make, mm-hmm. uh, put a lot of interesting textures on the record. And I know Dustin yeah. can sing because I've heard his pop punk project, which is awesome. Yep. So that's cool. Um, next, we've got a new single from this really, really cool pop punk easy core project called Meet Me at Symbol the Altar. It's literally mm-hmm, the at mm-hmm. symbol. They're really cool. Yep. Um, I absolutely love this band. They're signed to Fuel by Ramen. They're putting out nonstop bangers, and I can't wait for the album to be announced, hopefully pretty soon. Um, just really cool vibe all the way around with that. There's a new album, or new album, new single from a band called Sarah Safe, S-E-R-A space S-A-F-E. They're super cool. Uh-huh. Uh, metalcore. There is, let me see. I lost track of where it was. There's a new all-time low single. Um, oh, kind of, kind of a step backwards from the last album, if you ask me. Which uh, the new the new all-time low single is out now. Yeah, it came out today. I listened to it. I don't know. Yeah, it's once in a of, lifetime. Whenever, whenever they release like singles like this that are supposed to be standalones, they always try and go more poppy than they normally do on the record, and it just got a weird vibe for me. I don't want to say anything bad about All Time Low because I like them so oh, much. Amazing. I think they're such good people and everything. Mm-hmm. I am not a huge fan of, of the Monsters track. Um, maybe just because I'm just tired of it. So yeah. I'm 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 ready for a new a new thing. <laughs> so well, please give me something else. Uh, and then to kind of finish up, I've got a couple more. Um, if you're interested in Lotus Eater kind of trap metal, there's going to be a new single finally. Uh, very excited for that. Love Lotus Eater. There is premiering tomorrow night on mm. Sirius XM Octane. Another new Beartooth single. Oh. Yeah. What's it? Do you know what it's called? I forget what it's called. I just saw it really quickly before I hopped on here, actually. But it's a new one. It's not Devastation or whatever. So Which bangs go by the way. check that out. Mike, uh, I, uh, really, Mike? Come on, that um, song is so. That song is incredible. It's better than anything off Disease, but it's still not disgusting. Don't be a don't be disgusting, okay? <laughs> don't be a disgusting guy. <laughs> all right, disgusting is a great album, and it, it might be my favorite forever because it's the first one I heard. Mm-hmm. But I'm able to put it aside and and just say holy shit like devastation is a banging track and uh i'm i'm excited to see which uh what what they're putting out next i will say it's really good instrumentally and really fun um vocally caleb does a great job on it and i don't know it's just this thing with newer bear tooth that i really don't like the lyricism and just doesn't connect with me because i know he's capable of writing stuff like disgusting that just feels super from the heart but I don't know what it is. Something's just off for it with me. But I still like the track. Don't get me wrong. We can agree to disagree on that one, Mike. Uh, I am all about the new Beartooth. I think it's the best stuff they've ever done. So, all right, can't well, wait. Can't wait to see what's next. Same here. I'm always interested. You know me. And last but not least, definitely not least, uh, we've got an awesome new single from Russian slash Australian band Galleons featuring one of my all-time favorite Here vocalists. Comes. Here it comes. Mm-hmm. Garrett Rat from The Color Morale. There it is. There it is. How does I Garrett get so hooked excited. up with those guys? That's random. 
Uh, I don't know. I think he probably has like a featured X or something like that where people (laughs) can do that. Yeah, it could be. Honestly, the Color is just one of my favorite bands of all time. And anytime I can hear New Garrett or hopefully the Color Morale very soon, um, I'm starving for it. (laughs) I think he's such a talented vocalist and I can't wait to hear this song. Mike has his Mike has his guys. I do. That's a guy. That's a Mike guy. Okay. Is yeah, that that's it? That's kind of all the I list. got this week. All you got this week. What was that? 15 honorable mentions? I don't know. <laughs> we're probably going to get a lot more news tomorrow and well, yep. tomorrow. We're recording one Wednesday. So if you're listening to this, you probably got all the news and you followed me on Instagram at Slappy Slam so yep. that you can see the full list of all releases. But if you're not following me on Instagram, you can go there and see the whole list. Or if you're watching on Twitch right now, you can uh, just kind of assume that there's going to be a lot more on Friday because there typically is. And I'm not a total mind reader. It does take me a little bit of time to get the list together and find all the news. No, and we all appreciate the hard work that you do, Mike. Every single week, um, it's we, I don't know where we would be without you, to be honest. Um yeah, it's know. it's you know we're coming to that point in the year now where I feel like it's just it ain't going to slow down till December it's not now. Time. Like no. it, the beginning of the year, you know, December, January, it's it's always slow and it starts to pick up in February, but like now records mm-hmm. are just going to come out especially when I think that the stuff that like has been planning on on being released in the next couple months bands are starting to announce tours again and it's going to be like an absolute tidal wave of new records yeah exactly and it's gonna hit hard exactly and all that stuff that got delayed or whatever i think it's just gonna come out now because they probably mm-hmm. planned to put it out in december when it was looking bleak and now it's coming out and we'll see it's gonna be uh it's gonna be crazy and make sure you're here every wednesday on twitch and uh, Friday on the podcast, listening to all of Mike's picks. Hell yeah. Is that it for the week? We, we good? Did we did it. We did it. Is that it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs>